Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
the voice of the one I love is calling my name. I hear you calling me, Jesus. I hear the voice, the voice of the one I love is calling my name. Can you hear him calling you? He's saying,
Now my cup overflows, oh Lord. Yes, my cup overflows, oh Lord. Yes, my cup overflows, oh Lord. It's surely goodness and mercy. It's gonna follow me. 
where else can I go, Lord? To where can I turn, oh, Lord? He's got the words of life. So I'm running to your arms. I'm running after you, Jesus. Leaving everything behind, Lord. Everything that hinders me behind, Lord, I press on. I press on. I press on. To know you, Jesus. My prize and my joy. My joy and my song. Jesus, yeah. We'll just give the Lord praise tonight. We're running after you, Lord. We're running after you, Lord. We're running after you. Our joy.
at your feet is where I wanna be. I'm home when I am here with you. Ruined by your grace, never by your gaze. I can't resist the tenderness of you.
Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. Lord, you're a good God. We thank you, Lord, that every good gift comes from above. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. You know, the Bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Unfortunately, flesh and blood likes to wrestle and confront the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood likes to be an offense to the things of the Spirit. But we know that no matter what's going on, God is on his throne. God is on his throne. And he will prevail. The Lord our God in the midst of us, he is mighty. And so we just declare his victory tonight. We declare his power and authority tonight over every circumstance, over every situation in your life. Whatever it is you need, whatever it is you're facing, Whatever it is you're dealing with, reach out to God. Reach out to God. Let him bless you. He's a good God. He wants to bless his people. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. We just give you all the praise. All the honor. We give you all the praise and all the honor, Lord, because you alone are worthy. You know, that's one thing. Warfare always surrounds a miracle. And if you're waiting on a breakthrough, if you're believing God for him to break through your situation and your circumstance, then you can expect that the enemy is going to attack you. You can expect that you're going to face trials and tribulations. But fear not. Fear not. God says he's overcome the world. Just want to speak blessings tonight over our sister Sherry at Pepper Up Radio. Just thank you for your tenacity. Thank you for sticking with it. Thank you for your prayers. ARC Studios, we just bless you tonight in the name of Jesus, praying for you. Asking the kingdom of God to be revealed in your life. And that you would Experience the love and the joy and the peace that is in Christ Jesus. Just speaking blessings that this would be a turnaround season for the the Coles, for Marvin, for Deborah. Father, that you turn their season around. We just thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord that you are mighty in their midst. We thank you, Lord. That you are in them to will and to do of your good pleasure. Father, we give you all the glory, Lord. We thank you that your Holy Spirit is moving throughout the earth, touching hearts, touching lives, changing, transforming, drawing all men to yourself, drawing all women to yourself, drawing teenagers and children Father, you are drawing from every corner of the earth. 
We speak your blessings to them. We pray, Father God, that the nations would be open to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray, Lord, that the nations would be hungry and thirsty for righteousness. That, Father, traditions and vain religions would be cast by the wayside only to receive the living God. We pray, Lord, you'd reveal yourself to those that are seeking you. Father, you said you would reward those that diligently seek you. Reward them with your love. Reward them with your presence. Reward them with your blessings. Reward them with your faithfulness, Lord. Take care of their needs. Take care of every need. Father, we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, you know, I wanted to read out of a book tonight, out of uh, Leviticus chapter 9. I'll probably read 10 and 11 also. You know, it is going into the eighth day of Passover. This is a festival of freedom, a celebration of victory, celebrating the blood of the Lamb, celebrating not only for Jewish believers that are celebrating the traditions of Passover, but for Gentiles and Messianic believers that believe in the coming Again, Messiah, he's come once, he's coming again. But we're celebrating the fact that the blood is on the doorposts of our heart. We're celebrating that the blood of Jesus is covering our households. The blood of Christ is covering our hearts. We're celebrating this Passover season. You know, many times we want to call it Easter. We celebrate Good Friday being the day that Jesus gave up his life. Being the day that he committed himself to the cross. You know, we celebrate that Saturday, the day that he actually went to hell so that we didn't have to. We celebrate Sunday We call it Easter Sunday or Resurrection Day. Being the day that he rose again from the dead. He's not dead. He's alive. He's a living God. He's the one living God. There's other little gods, little G-O-D-S, some would call. They're false gods. They're idols. They say higher power, but we know there's only one higher power. There's no ways higher above than his ways. There are no thoughts that are higher than his thoughts. He is the most high. He is the most high power. He is the most high God. Every knee will bow, every tongue confess. All names, everything that is named in heaven and earth will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And tonight, we continue to celebrate that victory. It's the eighth day of Passover. And you know, Passover started last Thursday. We call it the Last Supper, some of us. 
it was when they actually followed through the Passover feast. Jesus was with his disciples. They began to drink the four cups of wine, except he would not drink the fourth cup. They began to break bread and follow through the traditional Passover meal. But Jesus let them know he was the bread of life, that they were to eat of his flesh, that you and I, as believers, were to partake in Christ Jesus. As we celebrate and remember him, we remember that that cup, that he said he would not drink until he went to the cross, until everything was fulfilled. We need to realize that there was a cup of redemption. There was a cup. He even went to the garden and said, Father, let this cup pass from me. And the Father, of course, poured Jesus out as a drink offering, allowed him to spill his blood so that blood could cover our sin, that blood could pave a way, that blood, just like the blood in the old covenant that was used to go upon the doorpost so the angel of death would pass over. Now, under the new and better covenant, we apply the blood of Jesus over the doorposts of our hearts so the angel of death will pass over. You know, as we celebrate this season, we need to remember what he did. We need to remember what he went through. We need to remember who he is. We also need to remember he's not on the cross anymore. We also need to remember he's not in the grave anymore. But he's seated at the right hand of the Father. And that is where he is going to sit and make intercession for us until his time has come. So if you are a believer, whether you're Messianic, whether you're Jewish, whether you're a Gentile, whether you're Baptist, whether you're Methodist, whether you're Presbyterian, Pentecostal, whatever you want to label it, listen, if you've received him, if you're born again, if you've received him by faith, if you've allowed the Holy Spirit to come into your life and transform your inner man, transform your spiritual being, To those that believed on him, he gave the power to become sons of the living God. If you're believing on Jesus, if you've received him into your life by faith, then you have received the power, the right, the authority to become a son or daughter of the Most High God. And if you walk in that authority, the Bible says nothing by any means shall harm you. If you walk in that authority... It's given you all power to defeat the enemy, to defeat the devil and his minions. See, the weapons of our warfare are mighty. They pull down the strongholds. They pull down the things in our life that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. We need to get to a place where we learn to cast down every vain imagination. We learn to cast down every high thing that exalts itself against God's knowledge. Where we begin to lay aside every weight and every sin that easily bes- 
successes. How do we do it? Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. By beholding him, we're changed. By beholding him, we are changed. The Bible says be transformed. Don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Set your mind on things above. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, virtuous, good report. Think on these things. And there needs to come a time where we transition into that role, into that place where we think on these things. Where we think on these things. What things? The law of God, the word of God, the goodness of God, the fruit of the spirit, the character of God, the Gifts of the Spirit. The blessings. All things pertaining to life and godliness. Those are the things we're supposed to meditate on day and night. The words that are coming out of God's mouth. Meditating on them day and night. The scripture that God has preserved for thousands of years. Meditating. Mulling it over. And applying it to our lives. Praise God. So we're going to break for a short song real quick. And we'll be right back. Let me get into the word in just a second.
All right, praise God, we're back. Look, I want to read Leviticus a little bit. I know that's not always a fun book for some people, but I just wanted to read, you know, the eighth day of Passover. This is actually part of the Torah reading in traditional Jewish homes that celebrate Shabbat. Um, also, being Passover, very uh, a lot of Messianic and traditional Jewish congregations read through what they call the Pesach Torah reading. And tomorrow's, or today, you know, into midnight, it is Leviticus 9 through 11. Let's talk about the offerings for the priests. Chapter 9, and it came to pass on the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. Take thee a young calf for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering, without blemish, and offer them before the Lord. And unto the children of Israel thou shalt speak, saying, Take ye a kid of the goats for a sin offering. and five, also a bullock and a ram for peace offerings to sacrifice before the Lord and a meat offering mingled with oil for today the Lord will appear unto you and notice there was a direct correlation between taking these different offerings to the Lord and how God showed up in the new covenant we're told to bring a sacrifice of praise we're to bring our worship. We're to bring our prayer. The Bible says God inhabits the praise of his people. He shows up. Take you a kid of the goats for a sin offering. He says, a calf and a lamb without blemish. He says, take a bullock and a ram for peace offerings. The sacrifice before the Lord. There's something about taking yourself and presenting yourself as an offering unto God. God will show up. And they brought that which Moses commanded before the tabernacle of the congregation and all the congregation drew near, stood before the Lord. And Moses said, this is the thing which the Lord commanded that you shall go and do, and the glory of the Lord shall appear unto you. See, in the Old Covenant, we should say the Older Covenant, because it's still, God still honors His people. He still honors those traditions and covenants. But see, now we have worship and prayer. We bring a sacrifice of praise. And the Lord's response is, we're full of his glory. We experience his glory. We encounter his presence. And Moses said, this is the thing which the Lord commanded that you should go and do. And the glory of the Lord will appear unto you. That's Leviticus 9, 6. 
Sorry, I think it. Hang on. All right. Moses said to Aaron, Go unto the altar, offer your sin offering and your burnt offering, and make atonement for yourself. For the people, offer an offering of the people, and make an atonement for them as the Lord commanded. There's something about, you know, when these guys would burn their incense and they would sacrifice unto the Lord, it was a representation of us bringing ourselves in the place of worship and prayer as a sacrifice unto God. That incense was a representation of prayer. Prayer being made not only for the individual, not only for the tribe, but also for the people, God's people. God delights in our sacrifice as long as we're doing it from a pure heart. From a pure motive. He inhabits, he delights himself in the praises of his people. He inhabits the praises of his people. God says, when two or more are gathered in my name, I'm, I'm there in the midst. So in the old covenant, these Jews spend their time making prayers unto the Father, making sacrifices unto the Father. Not only for their sin, not only for their situation, but for the sins of the people, the sins of the whole nation. It doesn't stop there, though. And the sons of Aaron brought the blood, and he dipped his finger in the blood, put it up on the horns of the altar, and poured it out the blood at the bottom of the altar, with the fat and the kidneys and the cow above the liver of the sin offering. He burnt upon the altar as the Lord commanded Moses in the flesh in the hide he burnt with fire without the camp and they slew the burnt offering and Aaron's sons presented unto him the blood Aaron's sons presented him the blood which of course back then they had the scapegoat they could transfer the sin of Israel onto that animal and when it would leave the city, when it would leave the town, when it would leave the area. It would take the sins of the people. It would take the sins of the priests, take the sins of the children of Israel. But now we've got a new and better covenant. It's not that God has replaced the old, he's just added to, he's brought it into fulfillment, he's brought it into completion. In Christ Jesus, and it's his blood. He's the sacrificial lamb. It's his blood that's made atoning for us. It's his blood. Not the blood of farm animals. Praise God. These people made offerings. And God would accept these offerings. And the application of that is in your life. Figure out what's precious to you. Figure out what's holy, what's set apart, what you consecrate. And commit it unto the Lord. Commit your sacrifice unto the Lord. Commit your worship and your prayer. And your giving 
as unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Listen, if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. Trying to get the soundboard up. Calling number 619-638-8458. Feel free to go to the phone. Website is www.prayerinternational.org. Praise God. Just want to thank our brother Ron. I want to thank my brother Ron tonight. You know, he's from Kansas. And he actually had to take a drive down to Mississippi and then back through Dallas, then back up, and then across to Utah. And he's in the, not necessarily the last phase of that, but in one of the phases of that where he is going between Dallas to Oklahoma City and then head out towards Utah. Listen, been talking to this brother for about, oh, six months eight months, more or less, something around there. Finally had the privilege of meeting him tonight, although we only had about an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes to visit. Very pleasant, very pleasant time, really enjoyed it. In fact, I'm going to I'm gonna tune in for a minute. I'm going to actually click in here, see if Ron's on the line. Brother Ron, are you on the line? I'm on the line. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Just uh, wanted to take a break. I ain't out of Texas yet, though. You're not out of Texas yet, huh? No. Well, you know, I was just telling everybody I finally got a chance to meet you. Um, I guess we've been talking a little bit on and off for the past six or eight months, you know, here and there. Um, Not very often, but some. And uh, just finally had the privilege of meeting you. And, uh, you know, just wanted to let everybody know that uh, this is our brother Ron. And uh, he's out of Kansas. And he, uh, by trade or by profession, I guess you could say, is a truck driver. And he is... Uh, well, let's see, I've been journey. at it since uh, 1968. Wow. Wow. Well, praise well, I the guess Lord. you'd call it by, uh, I don't know what you'd be calling it. It's the wrong time. Yeah. Well, I graduated I, from a five-gallon bucket for a seat to a, a nice air ride seat. Wow. Amazing. Well, you know, it's, uh, you know, for those of you that aren't cultured like Ron and I are, uh, we got to, uh, have a gourmet meal tonight, or actually he did. I, I just had something to drink. But we went to the uh, world famous five star gourmet deluxe Waffle House, and so I don't know if too many of you guys or girls are familiar with the Waffle House situation, but you know it's actually uh, over the years has been a staple in my diet at times. Of course, I always run into people uh, that that feel the same way. And so if you have never tried 
And uh, I know Ron was getting into something tonight, but uh, if you guys have never tried the Waffle House, now if you're uh, Jewish and you st- uh, stick to a kosher diet, you definitely want to probably avoid the Waffle House. But if you're not Jewish... <laughs> And, if you're a truck uh, driver, if you're a truck driver, you always go to the Waffle House if you can. Yep. That's right. And you know, it's not just truck drivers. There's all kinds of different people there. And um, you know, it's uh but there's good service, there's some pretty good eating. You don't wait very long for your food. And of course you get to see who and where it's being cooked, unlike a lot of places. Uh you never know what you know, what you're getting or what's going on back in the kitchen. But uh, most of the Waffle Houses are set up where you're right there. You know, you've got a little partition between the, the chairs and the and the tables. Uh, and what's going on in the, the kitchen is kind of all along the, the I guess you could say, the restaurant. And the, uh, the wait staff is right there, you know. But um, you you can see everything that's going on. It's, it's good eating, you know. And if, if you're going to order it, definitely get it scattered, get it covered. Get it smothered. That's the only way to get it. So, you know, check it and out. And another and thing, Chris, you always, yes, whenever you're in there, you do not have to worry about a lot of grease. That's not That's a, right. a greasy spoon place. Right. That's right. Yeah, it's pretty good eating and pretty fast and in good service. So, you know, but um, well, so like I said, I had the privilege of. Uh, getting to know Ron a little bit, and I uh, got to talk for a little while. It wasn't as long as I wished, but, you know, technology these days, it's funny. Uh, you know, they're trying to come out with faster phones and more complicated phones that do everything, have all the bells and the whistles, uh, you know, give you plenty of options from Internet to text messaging to you name it. Uh, nowadays, you can turn your phone into a scanner, and I did get the scan, by the way. Uh, Ron was showing me a new trick and uh, with his Android phone, how you can actually use it, take pictures of documents, and then it, it actually doubles kind of as a scanner, and you can email it, uh, those documents, um, across from a phone. And, of course, if you've got your phone set up to, to email, you know, you can get those documents right on your phone, so it's pretty interesting uh, the way things work nowadays. But one thing I've noticed, you know, if uh, and maybe it's just with this certain phone, but it's it's almost like whenever you get a, just a regular phone or these Android or iPhones, the more uh, stuff you put on there, the crazier they start acting sometimes. Now, I don't know if it's just me. You know, when I first got my phone about a month ago, I didn't have very many applications on it. And the thing worked fine for about a week until I started loading up this program and that program and putting these pictures on it and putting these songs on it. And next thing you know, I started filling up that memory and adding memory cards and filling up, you know, this and that. And uh, sometimes the performance of these things kind of changes a little bit depending on how much you try to cram in there. And where I'm going with that, you know, I'm I'm making a correlation. You know, there's a lot of information out there in the world. 
there's a lot of different uh, philosophies, theologies, a lot of different preaching, a lot of different even Christian ideas and beliefs out there. And, you know, sometimes we just got to get back to the Bible. We got to get back to the Word of God and kind of stick with it. Because the more information and the more sources you begin to fill in your spirit and fill into your mind, uh, sometimes you can get on brain overload or spirit overload, and it's hard to function. Um, you know, so I would suggest to jump back into the, the phone situation, you know, just, just make sure you kind of check the apps and, and you know how to use these things. And, um, but anyways, nevertheless, we had a, we had a pretty good time. I was just visiting. I was drinking my juice. And he was uh, braving the the I uh, or the Waffle House uh, menu, and so it's pretty good. Did you get it to work? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Good. That that beats going to a fax machine. You don't need the fax machine that way. Right. So, well, you want to say anything while I got you on the air? Not really. <laughs> Not really. All right. Well, let me do, let me do this. Let me say a prayer for you. And, and uh, you guys, as, as you get to know Ron, sometimes he's in the chat room as little one time, uh, which basically, if if you haven't figured it out, that's in reference to his truck, I believe. Is that right? Is that why you call yourself little uh, one? Little little one time is a I used to do free gratis for truck drivers throughout Florida, and I never did have a CB handle, and they, since I did all my work out of a little one-ton truck, uh, they named me little one-ton. But I, I did free gratis. I just went out and worked on truckers' uh, trucks for them and got them on down the highway. And uh, that's how I got my my name. Well, I'm a little one-time Ford pickup. Well, I just wanted to let everybody kind of get familiar with you for a minute and just let them know. If you guys see Ron in the chat room, feel free to, you know, touch base with him and get to know him. And he's, he's a great guy. Um, I finally, after eight months, had the privilege of meeting him, so... Now I'll be able to associate whenever I see him in the chat room or see him dialed in or even if I'm talking to him on the phone. You know, it's one thing. It's funny how some of this technology works. Uh, You know, my wife and I have developed different relationships through Scott. You know, she's ran back into some of her old friends and family that she hasn't seen in 15, 20, 30 years, you know, and – running into people we connect with on different social media streams that we haven't even met. Um, so sometimes it is refreshing to actually, you know, get to see somebody face-to-face and talk to him for a minute. And um, But I just want to let you guys know, pray for Ron as he's uh, traveling, and uh, keep him in your prayers as he's traveling across the continental United States. And just, Wait a uh, minute. Wait about three minutes, and you'll end up in Oklahoma, because that's where I'll be. About three minutes. Uh, three minutes? <laughs> three minutes, and I'll be in Oklahoma. Wow. 
Yep. This guy gets around, I'll tell you what. Uh, you're headed out to what, Utah? I'm going to Utah, and then I'm going to go to uh, Gooding, Idaho. And then from Idaho, I'm going back to uh, Florence, Kentucky. And then I'm going from there either back to Salina, Kansas, or uh, uh, all of the caves over in uh, in Missouri. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, that's one thing. Uh, wherever we're at, whether you're you're driving a truck or you know, whatever your profession is, whoever's listening tonight, you know, uh, whatever you do by trade or profession or, you know, you may be a stay-at-home housewife or mom or you may be a doctor or a lawyer or a truck driver or, you know, a dishwasher or a waiter or waitress or whatever it is, you know, God has so many amazing things for us. And it doesn't matter if we're on one side of the U.S. or one side of the world or another, or, you know, if you get just down the side of the other side of the street, you know, wherever, whatever your situation is in life for people, um, the Lord has so many amazing things in store for us and uh, really does have a plan for our lives. And sometimes, you know, it takes uh, life uh the circumstances, the trials, tribulations, hardships, just life experience uh, that we have to go through to really kind of have an understanding of that. You know, I know um, in my life, you know, I would uh, bounce back and forth and, uh, you know, God was trying to reach out to me constantly. And for so many years, I would ignore it. So many years I would just kind of stray from it or shun it or look at people that uh, call themselves Christians or religious people and just thought, you know, it wasn't for me. But, you know, after just a lot of years of experience and trial and error and and so on and so forth, you know, I finally decided to surrender my life and uh, give give God a chance to show himself strong in my life. And I'll tell you what, even as a Christian and, and finding Christ uh, in my teenage years, I still, you know, jumped ship at some point and ran the other way for a while. And, uh, of course, God in his mercy and his love reeled me back in, pulled me back to himself. And, um, you know, I can say this, having tasted the world and things that it has to offer, and having tasted the Lord and the goodness of God and, and some of the people and relationships and friendships and blessings that have come into my life as a result, um, I definitely can say that it that uh, my life has definitely had improvements, and I think a lot of you, if you'll examine it. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't go through things as Christians, and it doesn't mean that we don't run into some people that, you know, almost want to make you run from church instead of run to it, okay, because that's, that's everywhere. But I can honestly say in, in all the years that I've actually served the Lord and allowed him to work in my life, uh, I've never had those regrets. Um, and in all the years that I was running and doing things my way or just doing different things, 
uh, my life had tons of regrets. And uh, so I just want to encourage anybody out there, you know, as you listen to myself or Ron or different people that get on this platform and share and pray, you know, wherever you're at in your station in life, you know, run to God. Even even if you find a few un, unlikely sorts in the church, and even if you find a few people that call themselves Christians, but sometimes things in their life don't seem to add up, you know, don't make that an excuse to run away from God. But, you know, run to him and trust him with the, those details and trust him with those inconsistencies and, and trust God with with the circumstances and the situations that you're going through in life. And I guarantee you, if you'll follow God with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your strength, and it doesn't have to be like so-and-so's relationship with God, or it doesn't have to be like this church tells you to. It doesn't have to be, you know, we, we all have our own walk with God. We all have our own pace. We all have our own style of worship and way that we pray and ways that we talk to God ways that we interact with people. But if you'll just trust the Lord with all those things and really, really look for them, I believe that you'll you'll not have regrets in your life. Now, it doesn't mean we won't go through stuff. It doesn't mean we don't make mistakes along the way. But, you know, God can turn your miracle, your mistakes into miracles. And he can turn your tests into testimonies. And he can turn your regrets into rewards later on in life if you'll just trust him with even the good, the bad, and the ugly things. So let's pray for Ron, um, and we'll pray for Oklahoma, too, since he's probably there by now. You You are? All right. Well, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for our brother Ron tonight. Lord, we thank you for just a blessing that he's been in our life and in in the life of this ministry and and even the the friends and people that we know that have gotten to know him. He's been a blessing to them too. And um, Father, we just ask, Lord, that you just keep him in your will. Father, keep him surrounded with your angels. Father, keep him on course even as he's traveling. Give him traveling mercies. Let the hedge of protection surround him. And, Father, we just pray favor with everybody he meets along the road. Father, we pray, Lord God, for blessing to overtake him, that you would lead and guide him by by the Holy Spirit. Father, we pray for your peace to be upon him, that you keep him awake and strengthen him and, and keep him alert. And, Lord, we just pray, Lord, most of all, that you would draw close to him and draw him closer to you. And that, Father, he would experience the fullness. He'd experience the goodness. He'd experience the the amazing things that you have for him, Lord. So, Father, we just ask, Lord, that you'd bless him even as he's traveling through Oklahoma tonight. Father, we pray, Lord, every place that his truck goes, Lord, that the glory of God and that peace of God and just an awareness of God would come across those places where he drives that, even if he doesn't get to talk to anybody or even if, he, you know, just, just by him driving and, and making time for you and making a place for you, Lord, there in his truck, Lord, I pray that that glory would spill out all over the 
the state of Oklahoma and every state that he drives through, Lord, and that you would just bring a new awareness of God everywhere that he goes. Father, again, we ask your kingdom come and your will be done in Ron's life. And we just thank you for him, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Listen, uh, you want to say anything else before I put you back in? I'm going to put you back in, uh, put you back in to listen and and get back into the word here and pray for you others. We got a couple people dialed in on the chat room, and so we're going to pray for them too. But I just wanted people to hear your voice. And again, it was a pleasure to meet you tonight after you know about Skyping and telephone. So. Um, all right. Well, I'll keep in touch with you. All right. All right. Bless you, Ron. Bless you.
as an anthem because it's the scripture. It talks about the one day. Better is the one day, one day in your house. And that tense of the wicked thing is the scripture right there. We'd rather be a doorkeeper. Think of your, think of, think of what it's like, really, when you're dwelling right in the grip of the wicked one. That grossness that grips our soul and robs us of life. And this is an anthem, an anthem of freedom. I'd rather be a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. I'd rather be a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. I'd rather be a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. I'd rather be a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Sorry about that. I had a devil muted, so you guys forgive me. Well, I just wanted to bless everybody tonight. I see that we've got quite a few people in the chat room. It seemed to just fill up quickly. And so I just want to uh, just acknowledge those of you that have been faithful to uh, just be with us in the chat room. Just want to bless uh, Sister Wendy, who actually disappeared. Oh, there she is. Bless you, Wendy. And I uh, want to bless uh, Falling in Love with Jesus. God bless you tonight. Almost always. We're praying for you. Praying for all of you, really. Minister Grock, uh, we need to touch base sometime. And um, Will, Radio PI, um, I know I need to call you. Sorry I hadn't called you. Um just been working like crazy and just busy, busy, busy. But um, your number came through. And I found that text. I actually got a new phone. But um, I will touch base with you. And uh, Sherry with Pet Prep Radio. And so, hey, you know, I just want to bless you. Just bless all of y'all. And uh, anyways, look, just, uh, you know, we're lifting you guys up to the Father. We're praying for your families, praying for your situations that we know about, praying for your ministries. Whatever the Lord puts in our heart, however he leads us to pray, we're lifting you guys up and just want you to know that, you know, that's what we're here for. We want to see God's kingdom come in your life. We want to see God use you mightily. We want to see the kingdom really operate in your life. It's one thing to say it. It's one thing to pray it. But it's another thing to really carry the presence and the glory of God. It's another thing to really walk in the character and the love of God and, and make an and make an impact on people's lives. And I know that God wants to use each and every one of you to make an impact, to influence people wherever you go. And so be open to it. Be open look, we all go through stuff. We all go through trials, we all go through tribulations, we all go through circumstances and situations. But you know what? God uses us in our humanity. There is only one Savior. There is only one sinless 
perfect man. His name was Jesus. And he's the one that hung on the cross and bled for us. He's the one that gave his life. He's the one that sent his spirit. He's the one that gave us his word and his authority. And so just trust God with whatever you're going through. And like I said before, don't run from him. Run to him. Also, we want to pray for Marvin and Deborah, our friends in Garland. They're dialed in tonight. And usually uh, they like to just listen in. Sometime I'm going to have them come in live whenever they feel like it. And we'll, we'll probably do something like that, guys. And I know you're listening. Just know that we, we love you guys. We're probably going to see you at church soon. They, they actually go to one of the churches that we go to from time to time. We run into them. Actually, they live right around the corner from us, too. But, uh, so we'll have to coordinate something. But you know, God's good. God's good. And he's going to get glory out of your lives. He's going to get glory out of each and every one of your lives. You know, I'm sure there was a day in Paul's mind when he thought, you know, when he was killing Christians and he was doing this stuff, I bet you when he was knocked off his horse and blinded for days, he thought, man, I'm I'm probably going straight to hell. Man, there's no way. It's over with. This is horrible. But you know, God sent a deliverance. God sent a blessing. God turned his situations around. Used him to impact multitudes, thousands all over the globe. And today, to this day, he his writings are impacting millions all over the globe. And these were writings, letters, which we now call books. But come on, this guy wrote these things from a jail cell. He wrote these. He penned them from from prison. Yet. God has used these writings, used these books, used the Bible to influence more people than you'll ever know. So wherever you're at in life, maybe you're like the cussing fisherman like Peter. Come on, think about it. Think about all the sailors and all the fishermen and carpenters and tax collectors and prostitutes and, and Wine bibbers and gluttons, all the, the people, the, the sorts of people that follow Jesus, the sorts of people that God's word gives glory and, and, and honor to you and says, give credit where credit's due, where some of the people he banded together to form the New Testament church, to form the first church. Look, wherever you're at in life, God can use it. Whatever you're going through, God can use it. You know? So, just trust Him. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And you'll hear this, and you'll hear this, but you need to hear this. You need to get this. You need to catch this and and get it down on the inside of you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Don't try to figure it out. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Acknowledge him. 
trust him. Just let him work in you. He'll turn it around. That's the thing he says, though I walk through, David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He walked through it. God got him through it. He didn't leave him in it. He didn't leave him in it. And even those that that dried up in the valley, the the army of God in Ezekiel thirty seven, which was the valley of dry bones. Like even if you feel like you're 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 dead, even if you feel like you're wasted, if you feel like it's over with, if you feel like a big pile of dry bones, listen, there's still hope for you. Because the Spirit of the Lord is mighty. God can cause you to do all things through Christ if he'll strengthen you. Don't lose hope. You know, hope deferred, the Bible says, makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. So don't lose hope, no matter how bad it looks. Trust in the Lord. Father, right now I just pray over every person on the phone, in the chat room, listening by archive. Lord, help them to not lose heart. Help them to not lose hope. Help them to keep going forward. Help them to keep pressing in. Pour out your Holy Spirit. Pour out your presence on them. Show them how good you are. Turn their tests into testimonies and their trials. Turn their trials around. Turn their trials into smiles. Turn their regrets into rewards. Lord, just do this for your people. Do this for your glory's sake. (laughs) Praise God. Hey, God bless you guys. Listen, I'm I'm just going to go out with some more worship. You know, I don't even know what to say tonight. I just want to speak a blessing. Pray for each other. Minister to each other in the chat room. Don't stop. If you're not in the chat room and listening by phone, let the Holy Spirit minister to you when the music kicks in. Let the presence of God surround you. When your praises go up, his spirit will come down and surround you. He's good like that. He's good like that. God bless you. Listen, we'll be back tomorrow night. We'll be back. We'll definitely be back. We hear God. Because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything. I'm
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.